0: crochet bays we're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet while we talk about crochet you can crochet too yeah well episode two welcome to episode two of the crochet bays i'm jessica i'm meg and we are the crochet bays
1: we should have said that together
0: well We'll, oh, well. Get, we'll get there. We'll get thing. there. Yes. So, this episode, we are going to be talking about the best crochet project ever. Yes. Not like collectively in the entire world. Yeah. But well, each of us. Arguably as, in the entire world
1: <laughs> when you're talking about my project.
0: Each, each of us as individuals, what we consider to be our best crochet project ever. Yes. So, we're going to get into all of that mm-hmm. and more in the second episode. And I'm very excited. So excited. And actually, yeah. we did a little sneaky thing, didn't we, Meg? We did. We did, we did. We we pulled pulled a, a little a sneaky. sneaky
1: thing. <laughs> 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 Five minutes of us laughing. We here's are, the problem.
0: We're not going to be able to contain our giggles. <laughs> um, So I'm still in Iowa right now.
1: She is. Like, this yep. is not
0: happening via... Video messenger chat. Mm-hmm. We are we are actually like like our knees are touching right now because we have one microphone that we're sharing.
1: I was just about to like set my hand down on your knee. I was like, wait, that's gonna be really weird. Here we are together, <laughs> and marrying so, your sister after all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A story for another time. Um, so we are together in each other's presence, and that's pretty cool. We but we decided since we're here. And I'm here in Iowa. We should take advantage of that Let's and get, get a couple episodes in. 18
1: episodes. No,
0: no. We're <laughs> going to do two. I didn't sign on for that, people. OK? She's holding me hostage. Send help. Anyway, um, so we're very excited. So we're recording a couple episodes while we're still together before I take the train back to Michigan. And I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I want to know, what are you working on? What have you been um, doing or any projects that you've completed lately? Mm-hmm. Tell me about well actually let me tell you about mine first. Yeah, yeah. Tell and then me I'll about tell yours. you about yours. Or you tell me about yours. I'll tell you about yours. <laughs> let me tell you Do about you what know you've been what I've on? been working on? I mean I do over what I know you do. Because you've here. been here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I've been working on the railroad. <laughs> Did you say the railroad? <laughs> uh, I've been working on the railroad? This is getting out of hand. Okay. So what I've what I've um <laughs> what I've been uh, working on lately Since I've been here mm-hmm. That I finished um, Are some little um, Popsicle cozies, yeah. right? But not just any Popsicle cozies mm,
1: Not just any Mm-mm.
0: They got a little mermaid tail They're so cute the And you've made some
1: before I have I've made them quite often actually
0: Yeah And these are. My, this is my first time Making them But they're really easy They are surprisingly mm-hmm. easy The most annoying part Is attaching the actual Mermaid tail Yes To the Popsicle cozy That part is not so fun, because I feel like there's not a super great way to do it, no matter how you do it.
1: Right, right.
0: I figured it out. You did. But it was, like, tedious.
1: Yeah, it's just that part of it, like, actually crocheting them, I feel like, doesn't take a whole lot of time. Yeah. But, like, when you have to put the tail on, that takes, like, longer than crocheting. You have to sew the two fins to each other, and then
0: you have to sew the fins to the Popsicle Cozy. It's just a whole thing. So Mm -hmm. if you guys have any tips, tricks, on how to make your mermaid tail Popsicle cozies a simpler process... Send me an email at thecrochetbays at gmail.com because I would love to know. Yes. And Um, what yarn did you use? I used the ever popular, the ever faithful, the ever true Red Heart Retro Stripes. That's right. Yes. And really, all I've made with the Retro Stripes yarn so far is Popsicle Mm -hmm. Cozies. Yeah. But they look so cute. They're beautiful. They're perfect. They are. They they give all the mermaid summer
1: child Mm -hmm. vibes. And like when I brought them to my market, those were the ones I sold. That makes sense. Yeah, well, the retro out. stripes ones. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I've seen people do the same pattern, the mermaid pattern, but then it's like you put a little shark fin on it, and now it's a shark one. So it's like you got something for yes. the boys, something for the goyles. And you can all- <laughs> <laughs> the goils, <laughs> but you can also do
1: clownfish. The clownfish I've seen are really cute.
0: Clownfish, yeah, mm-hmm. like Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. <laughs> This this podcast not sponsored by Disney. <laughs> okay, so what have you finished lately, or are you working on? Have you finished it yet? No,
1: I haven't finished anything. Okay, well, it's in
0: progress. It is. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. I am doing the ever so popular not finishing one project before I start the other. Um, so I started this really cute unicorn lovey for my daughter, made out of blanket yarn. Lovey, mm-hmm. love that for you. And it's not like it's not like the type. Um, it's not, like, the type where the head is, like, attached to a blanket. Like, it's the type where you, it's, like, a whole, like, head, body, feet, and everything. Oh, but, like, yeah. the the body's unstuffed.
0: It has, like, no stuffing.
1: Yeah. So, it's, like, it's a lovey, it's a but it's, <laughs> it's... a gutted unicorn for your baby. It's a gutted unicorn for your baby. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Isn't that precious? Oh, it's nightmare what fuel. What are we turning into? It's nightmare fuel. Episode two, and we're already getting dark. Um... <laughs> No, it's, it's actually really cute, and I wish off the top it of my, cute. my head I could think of the the name of the creator of the pattern. It's like Mama Made Minis or something like that. You know what we can do? We can look it up. We can put it in the show notes. We can put it in the show we're notes. we're a real stinking podcast. We're a real podcast. We're legitimate.
0: <laughs> yes. So
1: We're profesh. We're not professional, but we're trying.
0: <laughs> Before we move on to our completely legitimate, real sponsored ad, our very first one. It's really exciting. Um... I would also like to know what beverage you're working on.
1: Oh, oh, let me tell you. I got this nice little uh, breakfast blend decaf going mm-hmm. on
0: right here. Breakfast blend decaf uh-huh.
1: at
0: 10 o'clock at night. I think, yeah. Whatever yep. time it is. Uh,
1: 10, 10 15, 15 p.m. Breakfast and blend decaf.
0: I am drinking Colum- Colombian, I think. Colombian supremo. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, with a little splash of half and half yeah. in my brand new Pella, Iowa the Simple Life mug. And it's very cute. I wish you guys could see it. Um, It's cute. That's all you need to know. It's real cute. Tell it them is. about
1: this coffee. Because you bought this coffee today. Right? Well, this...
0: I didn't make that coffee. No, but no, no. I did no. buy coffee.
1: That's the... Oh, that's right. That's the Target one. Okay, so that's the Colombian brand. Yeah. yeah whatever yeah, yeah. that is. It's pretty good. But it's but not But honestly, too bad. yeah. For Curie coffee, yeah. I'm, and I'm like just, fine with it. It's like Target's like generic brand. So it's pretty...
0: Love that for us.
1: Yeah. Love yeah. it. Because I'm a cheapskate man.
0: Alright, so before we go on, let's hear a word from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Yarn Barf. Do you have an hour of free time to kill? Do you love untangling yarn? Well, then we have the perfect product for you. The next time you need a cure for your boredom, reach for Yarn Barf. Patients not included.
0: Okay, so welcome back. We are going to get into the main topic of today's episode, which is the best crochet project you've ever done.
1: In your opinion.
0: In your opinion. Yes, you personally. So I will ask you, and then you can also ask me Okay. Some questions. So the first question is obviously, what is it? What is the best slash most favorite project mm-hmm. ever? So it could mm-hmm. either be like the most complicated thing you've ever done yep. or just the thing that you loved the most, yeah. you were happiest with.
1: So mine would definitely be the Grumpy Sunflower because yes. it, it was like this thing for me that I – Okay, well, first I probably need to explain what the Grumpy Sunflower is, just in case yeah, anybody's yeah. listening and mm-hmm. doesn't know. So the Grumpy Sunflower is a pattern that I wrote myself um, and, and created, and it's it's this little sunflower in like a little pot, and he just is kind of droopy. And he looks grumpy. Like, he looks like he needs to be watered. He looks like he needs a little sun. He's totally crocheted. And then you get just a little terracotta pot. And yeah. it's just
0: the cutest thing ever. He mm-hmm. looks like me before I've, like, if I'm hungry.
1: Right. And I just yeah. I'm get a little grumpy. When you're a little hangry. Yeah. Totally. Or, like, haven't had your morning cup of coffee. Right. And, yeah. A little grumpy. Yeah, he's adorbs. So, he's definitely, like, my fave thing I've created. And um, what's so fun about him is I just was kind of, like, Having a, like, kind of lost my crowjo a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I need something. I just need something to do. And then this popped in my head. I want to make a sunflower with like a face. And then progressively it got, went on and was like, oh, I want him to be sad. So I'm going to make them sad. And um, so so through all that, I was, like, trying to find a pattern, you know, to, mm-hmm. like, find the sunflower. I want to make a sunflower with a face. And I want them to be kind of sad. I want them to have, like, these cute little droopy eyelids or something. Like, I had this all envisioned in my head. and And at this point in time, I didn't do – I didn't create patterns. I was not a pattern designer. I didn't right. have my Etsy open. Like, nothing like that. It was just simply, like – I really, like, I have this vision in my head. I need to go find it. Yes. So I'm looking for it, and I'm looking for it. Searching, you know, Ravelry, searching Google, searching Pinterest, and I'm not finding anything. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. We're creating this myself. And then it just, like, flowed, you know? Like, somehow it. it I, like, figured it out, and I was, like, writing it all down. And I'm like – and at that point in time, I wasn't like, I'm going to create a pattern, and I'm going to sell this pattern. It was – I need to write this pattern down so I can recreate this and remember what to do. Because Mm -hmm. I was still, like, working out the kinks of it and everything. And then I was so proud of it. I, like, am in this, like, art group on Facebook. It's just, like, a general art group. It's um, It's not specifically for crochet. And I, like, posted it in there. And it like exploded, you know. There was like eight thousand shares on it, Holy and like smokes. like hundreds of comments. And people were like, "How do I buy one? I love this so much. Is there a pattern?" Like, it was in the middle of all like the the like the heaviness of the Ukraine stuff, and I found out like the Ukraine national flowers, the sunflower. So everyone was like oh. even more into it, and I didn't even know that. So wow. that was like really cool. Yeah, and like they were like, "It's this grumpy sad flower." So like. I called him the sad sunflower, but then eventually he became the grumpy sunflower because everyone was like, he looks so grumpy. And I I just kind of was like, well, I'm not like prepared to take orders or like I don't have a pattern written out. So I'm like, what do I do with this? And I kind of sat on it and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And then eventually I was like, all right, we're going to do this. We got to do it. And then I just like pushed forward and like did the pattern and started selling them. And that was kind of like where, not only like, where my business kind of, like, really, like, boomed. But, like, he came out of that. And then I made, like, a daisy version of him and the baby versions. And and he's, like, a whole aesthetic within my, like, crochet business. Yes. And we just love him. Like, everybody yeah. in our little friend group and stuff, you know. It's, yes. like, the Grumpy Sunflower. Like, we know all about him. Yes. So he definitely is my favorite, I think, because there's so much meaning behind it. And that was, like, really the start. Like, that pattern is what really gave me the confidence to say I actually can be a crochet um, pattern designer. Yes. I have the ability. I am talented enough, you know, like I can get up there with all the other designers. So, yeah. that's mine.
0: Now, does the grumpy sunflower did he ever have an official name or is he just the grumpy sunflower? No, he's just like the grumpy sunflower. Okay, that's like what he I was
1: the sad sunflower and well, I think technically his name is grumpy sunflower buddy, but it's so long that Buddy doesn't generally get in there as often. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Grumpy Sunflower.
1: Grumpy Sunflower.
0: Um, so do you think that's why it's, like, your favorite? Because it kind of was, like, the beginning of your love for – or maybe not your love for pattern creating, mm-hmm. but just, like, the start of it all for you?
1: I No, I, I honestly – I think it's even fair to say that it was my love for pattern creating, you know, because, like – I didn't have confidence like I had attempted to create a pattern and I made like this little egg bookmark and it was like a free pattern I released and it was so simple it wasn't anything extravagant and people like tested it for me but nothing happened with it you know like maybe a couple people may have grabbed it but never said anything never take me and I was like oh okay well that's it I'm just not meant you know I'm not cut out for this and then all of a sudden like grumpy sunflower like give us the pattern like I had a girl messaging me like left and right going like even if you don't actually write a formal pattern like I would so love your notes like i Mm -hmm. love this so much and like like one of the girls who like fell in love with him from the beginning like i'm friends with her now like we chat all the time and she's like learning to crochet now because of it like all stemming from the scrumpy sunflower like it just really like boosted that confidence and started that like oh maybe i can actually design patterns and and like in the beginning the pattern was for sure rough like i had some incredible like people test it that really helped me like iron out all the like kinks of it and everything and um it took me a minute to really um it took me a minute to really like learn all of it because when you're pattern designing you have to have all the terminology nailed down and you have to make sure everything makes sense and the math works and like your terminology matches up with what you're saying in each row I mean you know you you read patterns and things like that and like Everyone listening is going to know, like, yeah, totally that makes sense. Because if your key is saying one thing and what your notes are saying is a whole other thing, like, I don't know what you're talking about type right. of thing. So that, for me, like, like to have so many people be so excited about it and then so many people be like, yeah, this is actually, like, could be a beginner's pattern even though you're not advertising it as that way, like, just gave that really big boost for me. That was, like, the start of it. And now I'm, like, hooked and don't want to stop.
0: yeah. I think what you said about how you did that one free pattern, it didn't really seem to go anywhere and it kinda like took the wind out of your sails a little bit. I think that's super important for other people who are maybe just getting started, whether it's they're launching a crochet mm-hmm. business or they wanna get into pattern design, like don't be discouraged if your first or even your first five, ten, you know, attempts don't really go anywhere. That doesn't mean you're not any good it doesn't mean that it never will progress like keep trying keep getting feedback from people um because you learn with because I'm sure you learned you know even though maybe that first pattern didn't go very far I'm sure you learned a bit about the process yes so it's you know it's like try and take it as a learning experience and I need to remind myself of that sometimes too. yeah
1: no definitely it was like I let it get to me probably way more than I should have. No, definitely Don't we way. All. We definitely. All do. Yeah, for sure. Definitely way more than I should have. And like I got lucky knowing that my second pattern I ever did really did well, but like honestly, you're going to fall and stumble a couple times before you're going to succeed. You mm-hmm. know, it's that like two like one step forward, two steps back type of momentum. Like it's all about patience. It's all about, you know, like, the right timing. You just got to, like, it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can design patterns. People are going to fall in love with them. It'll happen. You just got to give it time.
0: Yep, and finding the right people, finding the right audience of the mm-hmm. people who are looking for whatever your particular style is.
1: Yeah. Too. Oh, definitely. That's, like, there's niches within the niche of crochet. Yes. So it's, like, like, I have a lot more of a... How would you even describe... Like, you've seen my dolls. You've seen the Grumpy Sunflower. Like, the snake's a little out there, Steve. But, like, compared to the others. But, like, I don't even know how... Like, I almost want to say elegant, but it's not quite elegant. It's almost like... Like, my sister was always like, these remind me of, like, Montessori dolls and, like, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, I I wouldn't even consider it Montessori. I just don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, it's just.
0: I don't know if I have the right vocab for it. I mean,
1: if you guys have seen a lot of my normal work that's not like the velvet dolls or the blanket yarn dolls, but you've just seen like my cotton yarn dolls, like, like, help us describe this. Because everyone always asks. They're like, well, what, how would you explain like what the type of stuff you kind of make? And like, that's really what I love making is that type of stuff. Yeah. But I never know how to describe it.
0: Yeah. I don't think I have the right words. Yeah, honestly,
1: we'll figure it out. Maybe you guys will figure it out and have a good way to let us know.
0: Okay, so... um, Yours,
1: yeah. Tell me, what's your...
0: My favorite crochet project. So I feel like, first of all, yours has like a really beautiful story behind (laughs) it, and mine does not. I just made something, and I thought it was really cool. Um, No, so I had been... I don't even know when i I mean, it was probably a little over a year ago that I made this, um, and it was just a big undertaking and it took me a lot of time and I'm really happy with how it turned out. So I think that's why it's like my favorite thing or my, probably my most complicated thing that I've done. Um, it was a sweater that I made for my husband, Michael. Um, it's like a light blue sweater. Maybe we can get some pictures in the show notes yeah. if people are curious, they want to see it. Um, it almost has a knit look to it because it's got some cable knit stuff and like some front, po- like some posts and cables and stuff. And then it's a. Um, would you describe it as like almost like a pullover? Because it has like the collar that folds over, and then it kind of crisscrosses in the front a little bit. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. um, I would say more of a pullover.
0: Yeah, and so I made this sweater for him, and I was so nervous because it took forever, right? Like it was a yep. it was a massive project and I was thinking if I make you know spend hours and hours on this sweater and it doesn't fit him I'm gonna be so angry (laughs) (laughs) just so angry I told him like if this is way too big for you like you can wear it around the house and you better wear it like all the dang time (laughs) because I'm spending way too much time but it actually like ended up fitting him perfectly
1: yes okay so first thing how much time would you say? Like gauging? Obviously you can't determine like the exact amount of yeah. hours, but like yeah. rough estimate tells how mu- how long that sweater took you.
0: Rough estimate, like <clears throat> rough estimate, like twenty hours yeah. maybe. Yeah, oh I
1: believe it. Totally. Yeah.
0: And I- this was when I was still like newer to Patterns that were a little more complicated, Mm -hmm. especially a wearable. Like, anything you make that's a garment that a human being is going to wear is, like, there's a lot of moving pieces to that. With sizing and making sure that things fit right and um, how they hang. Like, there's just a lot that goes into making sure something like a sweater. Because even if you make, like, you know, a cardigan or something where Mm -hmm. it's, like, doesn't really have to fit perfectly necessarily because it's something you throw on top. But, like, a sweater especially for like a, a man like you want it to fit nicely it's not like something loose you like an oversized thing you just
1: throw yes. over
0: like oh, just wear this with leggings like for a guy like you want it to fit nicely yes you know?
1: it's gotta fit
0: yeah and it did so thank the lord yeah that, that turned out good didn't, because
1: it, we did gauge swatch did we or did you you did know you?
0: I don't even think I knew what a gauge swatch was back then
1: well that's fine and there look probably at the progression was, there
0: probably was one in the pattern and I was like what the heck is this I don't know I'm gonna skip it <laughs> Now I go. I know what that is, and I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> no, actually, on my last wearable, I did do the gauge swatch, and I was very proud, proud of, of you. Yeah, proud of you. It's like when you take when you're painting a room, and instead of just winging it, you take the extra like hour and a half to like tape it and prep it. It's like it's annoying, but you're always glad you did in the end.
1: Always glad, totally. Yes, it's like the I don't want to weave in the ends as mm-hmm. I go, but. Man, at the end, I'm going to be grateful. Yes. And do I do it? No, I do not.
0: <laughs> Gauge your projects and weave in your ends as you go, friends. It's your friendly PSA. Pro tip
1: <laughs> of episode two.
0: Yes. Um, so yeah, I made that for my, my husband um, just because I wanted to, basically. And he doesn't have a whole lot of, he doesn't really just have a very large wardrobe, you know? So it worked out well. Um, it Col- is very warm.
1: Sorry. Tell us about the color, though. Like, yeah. because I've seen the photo.
0: It's like a light blue, like a, um, almost like a robin's egg blue. Mm-hmm. And I really love that color. And he likes that color a lot, too. He actually picked the color. That's himself. awesome. So, which makes sense. Because I'm like, if I'm going to spend 20 hours making you a sweater, it better be a color that you like.
1: <laughs> 100%. And, like, is there a story behind when you gave it to him? Or did he kind of just watch you so it wasn't as, like, extravagant, like, like, yeah, tell us he about watched like, it. It okay,
0: and and I would kind of bring it <laughs> like mm. he'd be playing video games, and I'd bring it downstairs and be like, Stand up, I need you to try this on real quick. <laughs> so, like, I tried it on him at different points. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, how sometimes when you're in the middle of this, you're like, I don't know if it's gonna fit, and it's like, trust the process. So, it was one of those things where there were a few times where I like kind of draped it over him, and I'm like, I don't know, but it all you know ended up coming together in the end. It made me think of when I was a kid, my mom would make. Clothes for us, like Mm -hmm. sew things for us, costumes or, you know, dresses or whatever. And my least favorite part of that whole process was when she had to like pin stuff on us and, you know, measure and size things. And I always hated like standing there with my arms out like, Mom, are we done yet? And I'm like, (laughs) Michael, I know I'm doing the same thing to you, but like it's time for you to pay your dues, you know. If you want this beautiful handmade item, you got to stand here while I make sure that it fits you.
1: And beautiful it was.
0: And beautiful it was. And beautiful it remains. <laughs> <laughs>
1: beautiful it remains. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, like were you, you know, when you were, when you finished it and you were like, wear this. And now this is like a wearable piece. It isn't just like a blanket or an omega Not that those are like just items. But like, you know, these like sit on a shelf or like we use them occasionally. You're talking about something that was like we wash now. Mm-hmm. You know, like we sweat or gross. Um, we, you know, like we're moving around like... Was it a little bit nerve wracking for like somebody who doesn't really make clothes? Like I've made a little bit of baby clothes, but I haven't made adult, I, you know, clothing. Like it's almost intimidating to me because I'm like, what if it doesn't hold up when you need to wash it? Mm-hmm. What if you turn the wrong way and something unravels? And like total anxiety and just like, like insecurity. Like I'm confident in what I make, but
0: there's always that fear in the back. Yeah, of your head. you know, like yes. always. Like and I don't, I don't think that ever goes away. Yeah, mm-hmm. as much as I hope it does. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, so before I made the sweater for him, I had made a sweater for myself out of not the same pattern, but like a similar kind of deal and like mm-hmm. same, same type of yarn. Um, and I had, I've watched it actually like many times, just washer, dryer, normal. Yeah. Like I just don't have time to baby my clothes. <laughs> what a mood. <laughs> I, like I should, but I don't. Um, and it's held up remarkably well. I mean, there's times where like some ends that I wove in maybe like poked out from mm-hmm. a little area. Oh man, but that's but like any project. Nothing's really, coming that's old. unraveled. Yeah. You know? So it's like I either just tuck it back in or I snip it a little bit. Um, so yeah, they've they've held up. Really well. I try not to wash them more than I need to. Right. Obviously, because the less you wash it, the longer it's going to
1: last. So you're saying you're not like me with clothes where you like try it on. Don't like that. And toss it on the floor and it really gets washed like 8,000 times. And you're like, why is this so pilled? Like. You no, know,
0: I'm not going to say I never do that. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Relatable,
1: unrelatable crochet things.
0: <laughs> just life things. Um, okay. So I have two more questions concerning this subject. The first yes. one is is your Grumpy Sunflower, so it's your favorite project, is mm-hmm. it also your most popular project? No. So, like, what's like, the, like, your favorite versus your actual most popular? Okay, to
1: so, yes in some terms and no in others. Like, if you're counting sheer, like, reactions to it, like, then yes. The Grumpy Sunflower's been my most popular item. Like, if you really look at overall, like, how people have responded to it. Yes. If you're... Looking at it from a perspective of like sales mm-hmm. or like just like solely sales. off of Etsy, yes. Then actually, my Steve the Snake has been like I've I sold love that for Steve. Love, love that, that for Steve. No, like I had to like I set my Etsy to manually renew, um, and never thinking I would really need to. You know, I had like fifteen of each of my patterns, and just like two days ago, I had to renew it. Yes, you know, and I'm like. I'm just rolling into month two of being on Etsy. Yeah. So that was really exciting. It's so exciting. Like, to sell 15 patterns of Steve, and then I think I sold 14, 14 patterns of, of Grumpy Sunflower. Yes. So, like, yes. Steve, I mean, if we're going off Etsy, like, Steve.
0: Steve is the king.
1: Steve is the king. And, Long like, we haven't even, like, Yeah. <laughs> That's processing my head right now. Like, long may he rain.
0: <laughs> but yours... That just hit you.
1: Yours, I mean, can you gauge it most popular? Like... No. But, because yeah. Because it's Then not let's like, talk about, like, website. Your website It's not on the stuff, business side of things. You know? Yeah. Right.
0: So I think on the... Like, for my actual crochet website, probably my um, keychain wristlets, mm-hmm. I think, have been not only the most popular, like, on my TikTok, but also the most sales. Um, for sure. And I I think I credit that to the fact that I, so I didn't write the pattern, I didn't come up with it, and it's not even a paid pattern, it's a free pattern, but I like scoured the depths of YouTube to find a keychain wristlet pattern that I really liked. Yes. And the one I found was kind of buried, like it wasn't like one of the first ones that pops up when you type in like crochet, keychain, whatever. Um, so it was kind of, I think it was just a little bit unique and so people were like, oh, this is so cute. I haven't seen this before. Um, so I don't know if that's why it kind of just took off. Or it was just one of those like right place, right time things where it, everybody just really liked it. And it, it all got to their feed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes you just strike gold <laughs> with Love when algorithms. that happens. It doesn't always happen, but we, uh, we'll take it when it does, you know? does when
1: we think I'm a serial killer. <laughs> That's a
0: TikTok video for anybody who's confused about Megs calling herself a serial killer. Go to uh, Berg's Nest Crochet on TikTok if you want us. to see that.
1: <laughs> we'll have all of our handles in the show notes. Yes, we will.
0: Yes, we will. Um, yeah, so I think the keychain wristlet is probably the most popular.
1: On both ends? like per sales and per just like like reactions yeah, and resp- response.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so, right? Am I missing something? I
1: mean, yeah, I think that's fair. I feel like I bought, I sold out all your plant hangers on my wall. My
0: mini planters that are literally right behind me right now. They literally are right behind her, which is amazing. they're probably a close second in in terms of the sales on the website. They're
1: so cute, though. Like, I love them on my wall. I want, I almost want to put like two more because you know how i have them angled kind of in that like arrow triangle shape like yeah. two more on the other side to kind of yeah. just like throw I fully the whole support wall that decision. together i bet you do <laughs> is there a, the is there a podcast co-host discount we'll
0: we'll, we'll see
1: <laughs> you're like no <laughs>
0: we'll put it in the show notes We'll put
1: it in the show notes.
0: I mean, you know, you did let me like live at your house and eat your food for like a week. It's been great. I I mean, you
1: bought a chunk of that food also. That's true.
0: I'm trying to do my part, you know?
1: Proud of you. (laughs) Thanks.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is my last question. Okay. What, if anything, Mm -hmm. do you think would top Grumpy Sunflower as your best project? Like, is there something that you think in the future like man I'd really love to create this or I'd really love to just make this thing that I've seen Mm -hmm. Um, what would be the thing that you would say if I could make that that would top grumpy sunflower
1: um so I've had this idea in my head and it's not necessarily like a top grumpy sunflower in the sense that it's going to blow up for everybody but just for my own personal like
0: satisfaction
1: not even necessarily satisfaction just like my life experience and stuff so i like have i have these tiny little like preemie like like i don't know if you know like can recall this but like when you have a baby they they in the hospital they give you these little like pink and blue striped like stretchy hats yeah and i have a bunch of these i ordered for a project and they ended up being too small so like these little mini ones Mm -hmm. and i just like want to create like these these crocheted little, like, newborn-looking babies to put these hats on and then try to, like, Aww. mimic the hospital. Like, like, the moms who have had kids are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, the little white, like, linen material blankets or flannel material blankets with the little stripes on them. Like, mm-hmm. mimic this little newborn baby with these hats. Someday I will create this pattern because I really want to. And it's just, like, this is, like, the it pattern for me. And yeah. I want to add, like, little mods for it. So, like angel wings for pe- parents who have lost their babies, you know, maybe some little booties or just just like little mods that kind of like bring this whole little thing together. And it's like, oh.
0: You can personalize it.
1: Yeah, personalize this little thing, you know, this little doll. Maybe we'll create some outfits for it or something. And um, a top hat, maybe. A top hat. <laughs> we always include a top
0: hat. It's <laughs> the number one most important mod for any project. It's a top hat. From snakes to like newborn babies, <laughs> need the top hat. <laughs> Snakes to newborn baby <laughs> That's the spectrum. And everything what, in between. What even? <laughs> From the Garden of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> to the serpent. <laughs> so bad. Okay. All right. So anyway, for me... And moving
1: along, what, what do you think is going to top for you?
0: Yeah. So...
1: <laughs> Hi, Logan.
0: <laughs> um, I think for me, what I would really love to do that I've seen in the Facebook group that I'm in, the yes. Crochet Facebook group, I see people post these incredible things all the time. And I'm like, huh, how? Like, how do you have time? How do you have patience? Yeah. The, like, really complicated, beautiful graph scans.
1: Ooh, yes like oh.
0: one where it's like a photograph come mm-hmm. to life kind of a thing like if i could make like some really beautiful maybe like one of like michael and i's wedding photos <gasps> or something how
1: like intense of a project but how yes. amazing like, would, would be that like be like years in the making yes you know yep but like I know 10 year anniversary type of thing Yeah,
0: i know there's like a program or an app or something where you can take a photo and yep. it convert it into that mm-hmm. so it's like I'm sure if I were to just get that program and just start, like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to just do it, right? Right. Oh, totally. It's just a like, the enormity of the project scares me a little bit. But I should just start it, because, like, how cool would it be, first of all, just to do it, but, like, to document it on social media for people to be able to see, like... Even just finishing one row would be impressive. Yeah. No, it really would.
1: And like when we were doing Steve on live on TikTok, you know, and I was teaching you that color change, Mm -hmm. um, like that's going to go a long way with making a graph game. Like that color change is a very smooth transition and the perfect one for making a game. Yeah. At least in my opinion.
0: So as I continue making Steve, I'm really preparing myself. For a can
1: Absolutely. I love that for me. Love that for you. I,
0: I need to not say that like a thousand times oh, it's, per
1: episode. People are gonna literally start quoting you, going, love that for me. They're like, gonna be they're like, gonna, I
0: stopped listening to the podcast because you oh, said no, it too much. I don't times.
1: I don't believe that. I believe we're gonna have to have in fact my I'm sister's already turned it Write on. it in <laughs> my phone. Hear me, mark my words, write it in my phone. I will after, not at the moment, but I will. For merch. We, for merch. For merch. We're going to have to have Jessica's face, like the image on the pillow. And yes. someone, you're going to explain the pillow at some point. I'm going to bring it up a few times. Yep. You're going to have to explain the pillow. Yeah. Um, The face on the pillow. Yeah. On a shirt and underneath it. I can
0: find the exact picture that it's, I took that yeah. picture from.
1: On on the bottom of it, it's going to say, love that for love you. Love that for me. Or, or love that for yeah. me or for you. Yeah. Is it for me or for you?
0: Love that for us and then the crochet base. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like I need to be like holding something like a perfect skein of yarn. Something where it's like I love that for me, you know? Mm. Like what do I love mm-hmm. that's for me?
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> for me. But really though, it's for us. It's it's for us. <laughs> And this is the part where everyone goes, I have no idea what you guys are even talking we're about just, anymore. We're
0: just talking about some merch ideas, that's all. If you have any merch ideas. Two
1: episodes, 300 different merch items. <laughs> yes,
0: we're going to have a lot more merch before we have a lot more episodes. Okay. Okay, so we have another segment of the podcast yes, that we, we are do. calling Shut Up yep, and Take, take my, my Money. money. <laughs> and Megs, would you like to explain what this segment of the podcast
1: is? Basically Absolutely. I lean back. Um... <laughs> So Shut Up and Take My Money is essentially we have found an item or we want to talk about an item that we think is so fabulous and works so great for someone who crochets, whether directly about crochet or kind of just like makes your crocheting experience a little more convenient, great, comfortable, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that whole, I mean, you've seen that meme, especially if you're millennial, because millennials and memes, you know? Yeah. It's like that shut up and take my money thing. Like yes. Like, say no more, just take my money and give me this product. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: So today's is kind of a directly crochet-related mm-hmm. item. But I bought one, like probably a little over a month ago now.
1: Yeah, I think that's and fair. It,
0: and it changed my life. You know?
1: Life-changing product, it guys. Was a
0: life-changing product.
1: Life-changing.
0: And some of you may already have one. Some of you may not have one and you've been thinking about getting one. And some of you, like me, not too long ago, may not even really know what they are or why it will make your life better. But I'm going to tell you. Um, and the item of the segment today is The yarn winder.
1: Yarn winder. Which, by the
0: way, is a total tongue twister for me. I don't know why. But my brain, I have to tell myself every time, yarn winder. Because my brain wants to say warn yinder. Love it. And I accidentally said that. I've I've (laughs) accidentally said that on live At least once. Really? Yes.
1: I don't think I've noticed.
0: It was, I called myself out when I did. Okay, so,
1: and and I may not have even been on that day. You must not have been on. Ooh, just called myself out. I'm not on every Jessica Live.
0: (laughs) Two demerits for Megs. Um, (laughs) F. So basically a yarn winder, (laughs) now I'm being really obvious about it, um, is a product where you can take your yarn whether it's, you know, there's lots of different forms. Hanks. Yeah.
1: Balls. Skeens or skein. Skeen or skein or skein. Who can never be <gasps> sure.
0: That should be the debate. skein or skein. I always said skein. I always say, I skein. say skein. And then I heard people saying skein. And I am I saying it wrong? So I kind of blend the two together so that I appeal to both audiences. I love that.
1: So here's the deal. <laughs> I have looked up the proper pronunciation. Yes. It is definitely a tomato-tomato thing. Okay. But... Technically, the proper pronunciation is skein. Okay. But I still say skein because okay. that's just what I've always said, always and it feels natural. I my
0: mom saying skein, I think, so I just say skein. Is this
1: going to end our friendship now? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After all the other debates over word Pearland, pronunciation. it's
1: not skein and skein that's going to end this friendship. It's hot dish and casserole. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: gosh. Anyway.
1: jiff um, oh, and gif. Oh, my
0: God. That's the one. That's, that is the that's one. That's the one. People, Do we need to put that in the show notes? <laughs> people comment, is it GIF or gif? We're getting a little, we're peeking a little Ooh. bit. <laughs> <laughs> we're no, getting we a little too loud. A little too excited. Okay. So anyway, um, so yarn winder. So whatever like version your yarn is in, whether it's the hanks or skeins or balls or the, is the twisty thing a hank? Is that uh, what that is? No. That's What's the, the twisty ones called?
1: Um. Oh, I'm sorry, the twisted ones. Yeah, like the braided look, that is yeah. a, that's a hang. Okay, yes. okay, that's what I thought. There's like six or seven different names for different styles. Yeah, but.
0: so not all of them are necessarily like the greatest for sitting with a project and just having it pull nicely. Right, like, especially
1: if you can't get a clean center pull. Yes. Yarn buff. Yes.
0: <laughs> a great sponsor, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: so that's where we need to put in that one (laughs) right there put the other one first and then put the yarn buff right there
0: um so we um so I personally like what I would normally do before my yarn winder is Mm -hmm. I would I mostly had skeins of yarn where I would find the center and then just sit there and do that and like when you first start this game, you have to pull it by hand out because it's too tight, like it doesn't pull nicely. Right. You know? Yep. So you have to do that for a certain until you kinda like it pulls nicely. And then you have that window of time where it pulls great and it's great. And then it starts to get to the point where it, you know, the more it opens up, if you touch it or breathe on it wrong, yep. It collapses. Or just blink
1: in its direction.
0: Yes. Or if you're my husband you touch it with your foot or something and then it collapses and then I get very angry at you <laughs> or my cat will jump up on the bed and it collapses or something like that. And then you're just annoyed. And then mm-hmm. you go back to the, like, it gets tripped up on itself, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that is why the yarn winder is great because you can either do the center pull nicely. And I feel like it sits up a little bit nicer.
1: Yeah, they do sit like, you're not. You're like, not
0: counting on gravity as much, right? To hold it up,
1: right? And then you're not having to like really yank or really like. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's hard to almost explain, I suppose. But like, if I mean, you know, you know, like if if you use just like a traditional like like skein of yarn, you know, of like whatever brand you use, Big Twist or whatever, like you you know what we're talking about. Yes. Like a cake is just. I feel like it's not everyone's preference, but like I think. A good majority of us would say a a cake is so much easier to pull from yes. than most. And yeah. you can center or outside pull. Yes. That's, like, the that, great thing about them. That was what
0: I was going to say was the, yeah. big cha- the big game changer was combining winding the yarn into cakes. And then, for me, I really prefer using a yarn spindle because you can kind of spear it onto that spindle and then use the outside pull. And then instead of, like, the hole growing from the inside where it's, like, going to collapse on itself, Mm -hmm. you're pulling from the outside in so it still stays tight no matter how small it gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you have to move it around, you got to throw it in a bag and take it somewhere. It's not getting all crumpled up and falling apart. So really, I guess it's kind of, like, the two things combined that are, like, life-changing for me because one without the other doesn't really work
1: well I wouldn't say that. Well, it does, it's not like, that it
0: doesn't work it's just that the combination of the two is what makes it so it just flows awesome so well
1: me. like a spindle in itself without a yarn winder I wouldn't say works really well but no. like yarn winders without a spindle no problem Totally can work yeah yeah and they do
0: it's just the two of them together I feel like that's what gets me like oh my gosh this is so exciting like this is really making my life mm-hmm. a lot easier you know what I mean um, the other okay so other reasons for a yarn winder not only does it make your you know, the yarn pulling a little bit nicer, it also helps you with storage.
1: Yes, yeah. Because
0: you can take a big skein of yarn, and because the yarn winder winds it a little more tightly, depending on the tension you give it Mm -hmm. while you're winding, um, it's more compact. Yes. Therefore, you can save space. I have this big woven basket where I keep, like, basically my whole yarn stash, because I really don't have, like, a ton, a ton, a ton of yarn all at once. And it was, like, overflowing. And when I got my yarn winder, I sat and I wound all of my yarn. And it went from, like, absolutely overflowing, couldn't fit everything in there, to, like, I had room to spare in the yeah. basket. Which is amazing. Like, I didn't really think it was going to make that much of a difference. But when I did it for myself, I was like, holy cow. This yeah. This is like, a big deal. No, totally. Because so, like, if you have a small house like me, mm-hmm. yarn storage is a big deal. And, like, saving space like that is a big deal.
1: I oh, you mean everyone doesn't have a giant basement where they can just shove yarn everywhere?
0: <laughs> Not everybody. What?
1: No. Well, okay, so I don't have a yarn winder. Um, and it's, like... Like, I usually, like, just, like, hand wind my yarn into a ball. Yeah. And, like, I would argue that doing that, like, into a ball is definitely the the most compact option. Yeah. However...
0: It's annoying as heck. It it is. It takes a (laughs) long time
1: to wind it into a ball. They unravel really easily. You drop it. It rolls across the floor, and you Mm -hmm. have a big yard. Like, although it is compact... They don't stack as nicely. Like, one of the things I really love about, the like, the cake option, they stack so nicely. Yes, so if you want to stack so them on cute. top of each other, yeah, you know, you can get, like, a pegboard, mount it to the wall, get little hooks, Ooh, create this whole, like, oh, am I teaching you something right now? I've
0: never seen that, and that sounds You've adorable. You've never seen
1: it? Oh, so many people do this. Okay? So, like, get a pegboard. Yeah. Put it on the wall. Love freestanding. A love a good pegboard. Love a good pegboard. yeah. You know, you can get the little like like hooks, yeah. You know, so where they just stick up. You do, and you just stick them on there, and then you have this whole like wall, and it's, it's a whole like a, it's a whole living aesthetic. art mural. It is, and then you just pull, s- whoops, <laughs> I'm just smacking the mic. <laughs> <laughs> love that, Brad. <laughs> um, you have a whole you know aesthetic, like you have the yes. look on the wall, and you could just pull them right off or put them back on. I
0: love that. You can
1: like. Decorate it in I, patterns or just y- throw it randomly. Rainbow,
0: I can spell out things. like. You could spell out my things. Michael, you smell. If you smell. Hotch is the best. <laughs> we love... We heart Hotch.
1: The only way that you can have this done is if you put girls rule and boys drool yeah. and nothing else.
0: I love that. Okay, we'll do that.
1: Yeah, um, so she's learning about pegboards right now.
0: Yes. Okay, so... Is there anything else you wanted to say about yarn winders? I feel like we pretty much covered, like, Yeah, like, I don't storage. even own
1: one, and I'm already, like, super excited about them. Like, yeah, I just need to bite the bullet and get one. I'm just being lazy about it. Like, that's straight up what it comes down to. It Like, I want one. I need one. It's not one. like they're
0: that expensive. They're not
1: very expensive. Like, the, the nice thing about them is, like, there is a very wide range. So I guess I do have some stuff I want to say about it. Mm-hmm. There's a wide range of price in them. Yes. B- and, like, there are definitely some, like... You can get fancy wooden ones. You can get really fancy wooden ones. Um, I have just a plastic one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they really come in much else other than plastic and wood. Do they? I think that's pretty much I think that's all I've seen. Yeah. And definitely, like, you know, you can get them off Amazon, no problem. Yeah. That's where I got mine. Yeah. Check your reviews, of course, because there are going to be some that are, like, low quality and they break or whatever else. But, like... Mm -hmm. You can't go wrong. Even if you spend, like, 20 bucks on it, which is, like, nothing. Yeah. That's basically what I paid for mine. Like, you can get a decent quality one for 20 bucks. I mean, you can definitely get into, like, the the hundreds. And those are your wooden ones that are, like, handmade Mm -hmm. and a little, like, more of an aesthetic and a little fancier. And if that's what you're into, like, go for it. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, I just really love this craft and I want something that's convenient and I don't really have a lot of money. I'm doing this as a hobby, not really as a business. Mm -hmm. Like... The $20 yarn winder, like go for it. It's worth it. This is your sign. If
0: you've been thinking about it, this is your sign. Just get the yarn winder. Send us an email. Thank us later. You will love it. Let us know also, if you got it. winding yarn is relaxing as heck. Yeah. I enjoy it immensely. And if
1: you don't enjoy it, like your spouse send it to will. to us. Oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own. You send us? Oh, no. Okay,
0: here's my one pro tip, and then we're moving on. Because yes. we've been talking about the yarn winder. I'm not even sad about it. For days. For days. Um, my one tip for using a yarn winder is... Um, wear a glove. That's weird. And I did it on live and people were like, why are you wearing a glove? Michael Jackson, you weirdo. <laughs> it's um, like good, 1993. <laughs> I literally was just wearing like a like a winter glove in my hand because I was running the yarn through my fingers to like mm. control the tension. Yes. And I was getting like rug burn on my finger. Like obviously depending on the yarn, you may experience it more or less depending on what time of what type of yarn you're winding, but like for an acrylic yarn or anything that's that's not like buttery smooth, yes. even with that stuff, the friction of and the and the speed of like the yarn running through your hands, like eventually you're going to get like rug yeah. burn basically on your hands. So the glove helps with that a lot. Like Ooh. if you're doing a lot all at once.
1: Pro tip to your pro tip. Yeah. If like they make compression sleeves for like knitting crocheting like if you have arthritis or mm-hmm. or a carpal tunnel or whatever that just help like reduce you know any pain those double as your yarn winding glove there you go so yeah yeah
0: also okay i'm sorry one last bit If you're somebody who uses, like, extra thick, chunky blanket yarn, just beware of the size of your yarn winder. I didn't really, like, look for a specific size. I guess Mm -hmm. I just got kind of the generic one. But I think they do make, like, a jumbo-sized one. So if you're somebody who uses, like, you know, five, six-weight yarn or something like that regularly, it's probably worth it to make sure you get the bigger one. So So you're not frustrated by, like, oh, I'm ending up with all these tiny little cakes because it can't handle, like, a ton of...
1: Yeah. Yarn do once. you think a five really like five's not that chunky no, like maybe a six or a seven five's not that
0: chunky but you're still not going to be able to get like a ton of yarn all in one yeah the size that i have for like, sure like five is not going to be that dramatic but like, yeah if you're using like a blanket yarn or something you're going to want the big one
1: yeah especially if you're doing like you know they have like those burnett skeins that are like 220 yards like you are going to probably have like Four cakes out of that thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't know what number to put on it, but I would say, yeah, if you're using like that's just a guess. Yarn, don't don't uh, don't quote us. Don't sometimes. quote me. But I would say you're going to be happier with the bigger one if you use like thicker yarn regularly. For sure.
1: Yep. All
0: What's right. That? Uh, we have another word from our sponsors, so let's let's hear about that.
1: This episode is brought to you
0: by that crochet hook hiding in your couch. We know you need a 5mm hook for that project you're working on, and we have it right here for you, somewhere in this couch. It's time to start flipping cushions.
1: As a bonus, we'll also throw in free cracker crumbs and hair ties. It's time to go on a treasure hunt for... That Crochet Hook Hiding in Your Couch.
0: Hey there friends, this is Future Jessica coming to you to let you know who the winner was of our favorite things crochet basket this was a giveaway that we started in episode one and we let you know how to enter it there was a form to fill out and i want to thank everybody who entered the giveaway and we drew the winner and the winner of the giveaway is josie wales congrats jojo we will be uh, getting your info or actually i think we already have your info so we will be getting your prize out to you very shortly and yeah thanks for entering and we hope you enjoy all the goodies that are in the favorite things basket so since this is only our second episode mm-hmm. we haven't had the time to get a whole lot of feedback from our listeners yet right but we do want to have like a little A section mm-hmm. where we can answer mm-hmm. questions yes so today i thought maybe we could bring our own question to the table
1: Ooh, and I And the like question it. is. Ooh, no, okay. oh, you got it. You're already on top
0: of this. I got this. Okay? All right, so, give it to me. Uh, something we've been talking about a lot lately, mm-hmm. very prematurely, I might add, but we're very excited about it, is the idea of Crochet Bay's Merch, yes, and we love the merch, and we've already been like planning a lot of fun things, and hopefully, I think we said maybe like tenth episode, right? Yeah, tenth episode we're would maybe be do wild. Release of our first little bit of merch. So yeah. my question for you, mm-hmm. I'm asking the question. Oh, today. okay, yes, yep. is what bit of merch, what like type of merch are you most excited to see, like happen?
1: Ooh, ooh um. I think it's a t-shirt, honestly. Yeah, like, just, I a just, old fashioned I just a good old-fashioned. I just love shirt. a good li- like t-shirt, like a, you know, like, like a Hanes. Well, I don't really like Hanes that much. I guess they're kind of scratchy. But what is that brand I was talking about today? That's just great.
0: I don't remember. Ugh,
1: now I can't remember.
0: <laughs> uh, like a brand of t-shirts? It is.
1: It's, like, really popular with people who make crickets like cricket items oh so Bella yeah. Canvas mm. okay yeah I think that's it I think that's what it's called y'all know what I'm talking about I don't they're so it's soft <laughs> it's fine you'll yeah. think it's great either way great like Crochet bays t-shirts yeah because you know it's like it's like marketing for free it truly right is right on yeah. right on your, we your see, torso
0: we want to see all of you walking around all of you beautiful people walking around what, what studio, did my husband say crochet crochet bees crochet bees like our like crochet babies our little, Our little crochet bees, crochet bees. Love so you that. can
1: now just refer to yourself as crochet bees. Yeah, love it. Love, love that it. for us. Yeah, I think what I'm, I'm saying most it, and excited. you're supposed to.
0: <laughs> I think what I'm most excited about, I like it's not hard to guess, it's the coffee mug. A
1: hundred percent the coffee mug. I
0: am so excited to to record. The Crochet Bays podcast while drinking yes. coffee out of a Crochet base mug.
1: But, like, picture this, all right? Like, I'm picturing slippers, it. Slippers, sweatpants, yes. the t-shirt, it the me. mug, I want it. headbands. Absolutely. Not, like, merch headbands, but, like, a crocheted Meg's headband. crocheted headband pattern that yes. may come out at some point when I finally actually move my butt and do it. I'd
0: get on it, Meg.
1: I know. How awesome.
0: We'll be decked out head to toe. It would
1: be like chef's kiss.
0: Yes. I'm
1: it's gonna down be, for that. It's going to be so exciting. I love this one. Yes. Good question. Good, Good question. question. Good
0: que- thank you for submitting that amazing question. Jessica
1: from Michigan.
0: Yes, Jessica from Michigan. <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> we will find you. We will find you. All right, well, that. Is gonna conclude That's
1: episode two. Episode two of the episode podcast two! We
0: are doing the danger for Friendo.
1: <laughs> friendo. Only refer to me as Friendo now. We'll do. Um sign off. Yeah. How do we want to do our sign-off?
0: I think we just do it how we're doing it right now.
1: Including keeping this portion Including in. Including
0: keeping this portion in.
1: I agree.
0: <laughs> the raw, the real, the authentic, okay? Um, we need to do just a couple of housekeeping things. Yeah. The first housekeeping. thing is, the, the first thing is knock over the box that we're using. To 100%. The knock
1: over our cardboard box with foam in it. Yes. <laughs> we're um, profesh.
0: The second thing is we need you guys to help us out because we mm-hmm. want to spread the word. About the crochet base Podcast, we wanted to get to as many lovely, beautiful crochet people as we can, as many Crochet-Bees as we can adopt. We many Crochet-Bees. Let all. us adopt
1: you. Yes. I'll, I'll send you a baby hat if you <laughs> review. I'll send you all a baby. What, what if some of our merch was beanie's that look like newborn baby hats? And they just say, and your letter <laughs> change should take Crochet-Bees. You know I'm ready to
0: She's literally getting it on her phone right now, you guys. I forgot what the other one was. This yep. one's going on there. Back to the housekeeping. Um, we <laughs> we want to get this podcast out to as many friends as, as we can. So what we need you guys to do, this is what helps the algorithm. This is the most helpful thing that you guys can do to help us Spread the word about the Crochet Base podcast as we need you to leave a review. Yes. A five-star review would be wonderful. We'd
1: prefer that. Yes. But...
0: Leave us some nice feedback and whatever platform you're listening on, if you have the ability to leave a review, that is what we would like for you to do. That would be so, so helpful. So thank you for leaving a review. And the other thing is just to find us on social media. Uh, Meg's and I, I think, arguably are most active on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, I am at Berg's Nest Crochet.
1: And I am Meg Makes Crochet. Meg's Makes Crochet. Mm -hmm. Meg's. Meg's with an S. But there's
0: only one of her. Uh, Meg's Makes Crochet. Mm -hmm. Berg's Nest Crochet. And everything else will be linked in the show notes. So if you need to find, if you'd like to find um, Meg's Etsy, my website, uh, our TikTok accounts, all that social media stuff, our email for the podcast. If you have a question for us, um, you can send a question because we want to do some question and answer. Yeah, times.
1: we're definitely all about Q&A. Yep. Um, also, if there's something that you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, like yeah, send us an email, episodes. let us know. Um, in the future, you know, we are talking more about interviewing some some creators. So, like, if that's ever an appeal, maybe shoot us a message. We can't promise that we'll get you on there right away but um it could be could be a possibility in the future (laughs) okay we don't necessarily need to have that in there i don't know (laughs) just just that
0: okay so thank you friends so much for listening to episode two of the crochet base podcast Mm -hmm. we hope to see you next time on episode three sadly the next episode we record we will not be together not be in the same room both leaning into this microphone. But that's okay, because we're going to keep it going. And It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's just going to keep growing. We're really excited that you guys are coming along this journey with us. And thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Drink coffee, crochet, be happy. Crochet base. We're going to crochet while we talk about crochet. While we talk about crochet... You can crochet, too. Yeah.